Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and a video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And speaking of traveling the world, we're currently here in Manila, Philippines. Just did a big virtual summit and now uh, going to be speaking at a few different events and then getting ready to spend Christmas in the Philippines, which is awesome because I can wear t-shirt and shorts in the middle of December. <laughs> because I'm from Vancouver and definitely in Vancouver, you cannot wear t-shirt and shorts in December. Otherwise, people think you're a little bit cuckoo if you do that. <laughs> so uh, we are continuing our interview series, and I have a very special guest on the show here today, Brian Keith Noonan, who is the founder of The One Coach and the founder of the Me First Movement. It's not what you think. So we're going to be discussing all about, um, about uh, you know, focusing on self-care first, and then you can help others as well. So, Brian, uh, how are you doing today, my friend? Doing great. Thanks for having me on, Ricky. Brian, uh, to start off our show, we don't do the traditional bios. We really like to focus more on the stories. So why don't you share a little bit of your story in terms of how do you get into entrepreneurship, Brian? Oh, that's a interesting. Uh, yeah, well, um, that could be a long story. I'll try to keep it short. Um, I actually grew up in the textile business, believe it or not. Uh, that's what business my father was in. So I get a chance to work in the garment district in New York City and some cool stuff like that and kind of saw the writing on the wall. Uh, we're talking about uh, once I got out of my first tour in the Marine Corps in 1998, um, I was going to partner up with my dad and kind of just saw the business uh, there declining to a certain degree, like a lot of stuff going offshore. Um, so, you know, in the fashion and garment and fabric business and whatnot. So um, I decided to teach myself how to build websites and started my marketing agency there in uh, 1998 and end of 1998. Um, that went from, you know, uh, websites that if you saw them today would you feel like a kindergartner probably uh, produced them, but it was what was available at the time um, to uh, marketing and running ads for people like uh, Tony Robbins and some of his partners, you know, at huge amounts of money per month and, uh, you know, big deals. So, so that was the sort of 20 year um, evolution of that. Although there was four years out because I went back in the Marine Corps after 9-11 because uh, I got pissed off and wanted to go back in the fight. So anyways, so basically 16 years of uh, marketing and uh, advertising and so forth. And then um, now I'm kind of semi-retired and, and doing consulting and coaching and um, following my biggest passions uh, as far as things like that are concerned. Awesome. Thank you for tracing it back there to your journey to where you are now. So what is the one coach? When you hear that, uh was curious. And I love how you have these little things like the one coach, the me first movement, which makes you kind of wanting to know more. So tell us more. Right. Well, um, I guess that's part of that has to do with my marketing background of, of making people curious or maybe polarizing the audience a little bit. But um, the, the one coach is, is, um, I came up with that name because a lot of my, um, foundational work with my clients has to do with, um, uh, comes from a book called the one thing by Gary Keller, which has to do with focus and has to do with prioritizing and taking a to-do list and making a, a success list and, and having one most important thing in each area, each important area of your life so that you're always taking care of what's most important and you're cutting out um, what's not important, you know, sort of taking the, um, you've heard of the 80-20 rule, um, you know, keeping in the, um, in the 20% of things that uh, produce the 80% of results for you. 
So a lot of us entrepreneurs, we get distracted by something called uh, yeah. Shiny Syndrome. Shiny well, yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. So how do you avoid that? What are your top tips for avoiding that Shiny so Syndrome? There, there are, um, I mean, and this is a huge, huge problem, Ricky. It's huge. Uh, not only are, are people being distracted by notifications of all sorts and emails and texts and calls and all these things, but um, also falling into what I would call comparisonitis of looking at what everybody else is doing in their highlight reel of uh, your newsfeed and stuff like that. And honestly, um, and this is noble. Um, I didn't ask you before if we're, we're allowed to use uh, adult language. On here. <laughs> I keep it family friendly because I'm known as the daddy blogger. So okay, 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 okay. So, um, yeah. so um, there's software that you can put on um, your Facebook newsfeed. It's called like the Facebook newsfeed eradicator, and it will cut out your your whole newsfeed. Okay, it won't prevent you to, from going to your groups. And I know a lot of us use Facebook for business and stuff like that. So you know, it won't stop you from doing everything you need to do. But nevertheless, it will just stop that that feed of getting distracted by everybody else. Um, there's a few different pieces of software um, for things like that, for um, limiting and, and putting time limits on, like uh, going on YouTube or social media or whatever the case is that will help discipline you. Um, and just kind of, because it's so easy to go down a rabbit hole, right? And then all of a sudden you're off task. And every time we get off task, it takes that much more time to get on task at what we're doing. So until we have a, a command of our, our time, which is, I believe, our, our most precious resource in life, because, you know, you can, a lot of people focus on money, but if you make money, lose money, you can always get money back, right? There's just always more to be done there. But time, you know, what you spend your heartbeats on is limited, right? We, we, we all have the same 24 hours a day and, and we don't know how many days we have. So if, until we get command of that and, and drive it from um, a standpoint of what our purpose is and what our priorities are, um, then we don't have the productivity and the profits that we're looking for. So a lot of entrepreneurs also struggle to figure out what the one thing is. And you are the one coach. So what are your tips yeah. for what the one thing yeah. is? Besides well, that, that's, a, that, that's a great question. That's a great question. And, you know, the thing is, um, what I found from doing this work is that most people um, think that they have to come up with something like, um, I'm going to create world peace or something like that. You know, something like humongous, right? Um, and it's not necessarily that, you know, your one thing just has to be a direction that you want to go in. So if you're a, um, a teacher or a writer or a coach or a mentor or what have you, uh, that could be your one thing. And that's what you want to put your most focused work time in with, um, every day. Uh, but interestingly enough, you know, we recommend scheduling in, rest and relaxation and family time and personal time first on your calendar and then scheduling work around that by, uh, instead of vice versa, which is not typically how people do this, right? People typically look at their calendar and, and say like, what do I need to do? Well, what I think we need to do, okay, is um, take care of ourselves and our loved ones and 
um, make sure that we're in the best shape to do what we need to do then. So you put that stuff in first and it, it's actually very counterintuitive, like to go out in, in uh, your calendar and, and schedule like all your time off and, and your vacations and all this stuff. Um, and then, and then your personal time with your family and, and your, your own personal growth time and hobbies and things like that, that, uh, enable us to be creative, you know, um, but bottom line is once that's in there, you know, everything is getting taken care of, like that's most important. And then also obviously scheduling, um, work time blocks as well. Yeah, so you've put it really well there because a lot of us, especially men, we're very task-oriented, business-oriented, being the provider, yeah. protector. But then we uh, sometimes forget uh, who we're providing for. We're like money, 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 money. But what about your wife, kids, and the people you actually like? Right, right, right. For, well, right? It's, it's like yeah. this. Um, there's a great analogy uh, analogy in that uh, book, actually, which talks about the, the balls that we're juggling, right? So um, let's say we're – let's say there's uh, – you know, depending on how you categorize it, uh, four or five different um, main categories of life. So there's there's uh, your health and well-being. There's your key relationships. There's your work and um, your spirituality. Just say, OK, so um, as we're juggling these balls, what we realize is that um, the work ball is rubber. So if you drop it, it'll bounce back. So like if, if something falls through the cracks there, uh, you'll be okay, but your um, your your key relationships, like your personal life or or your integrity or different things like that, those balls are made of glass. You can't drop them, so you always have to be touching them and and um, putting them as first priority. And then the work thing, you know, you just have to use like I have an analogy that's um, kind of like this. So, and you can imagine like an iceberg. So. As we know, like icebergs, you can only see the, about the top 30% of them or what have you, right? So underneath the water is your purpose. And then above that part is the priority. And then the part we see is the productivity and the profits. So when we look around, like on that Facebook uh, highlight feed, we see the productivity and the profits of people and we're looking around. But, but what we don't see is what's driving them is their, is their purpose or their why and the priority. So... I like to make the analogy of, of the purpose being like your armor, which which helps you to determine um, what you're going to spend your time on, and the and the the uh, priority is like your sword, and combined with your your um, your shield of your calendar, and then those things when it's purpose driven, priority, and then productivity and profits, those create the result we want. So um, I believe in a ruthless calendar. I, I believe in really, um, you know, for a long time, I thought like, all right, scheduling and um, uh, disciplining myself with uh, time regulations and things like that was, was cramping my style, but it's really the key to freedom. It's counterintuitive, I know, but it's, it's the key to freedom because if you know what to say yes to, because everything you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. Okay. And vice versa. Okay. So for me, it's a hell yes or a hell no. And I have to make choices based on that. And it's not all based on like what I'm going to make from it in terms of money or, or, or what the situation is. But the thing is um, to fill up that calendar with what's most important from you, for you, from your purpose and your priority will then 
equip you to know what to say yes to and what to say no to. And as we talked about before, everybody's only got 24 hours a day and you're going to either get the most important things done or you're going to get sidetracked and um, off to the races, which makes you wallow in inefficiency and, and um, a lack of productivity, lack of profits, lack of uh, fulfillment, everything. Yeah, I love the alliteration there as well. The, the purpose, priorities, productivity, and profit. I'm definitely going to be checking myself before I wreck myself, as they say. So, <laughs> you yeah, have to. You have right. to. Yeah. And, and so it's sort of like, you know, it, it's not it's not necessarily like sexy work. It's not like uh, it might sound a little boring. People talk about like goals and, and schedules and all these different things and planning and whatnot. But if you don't do it, you're just um you, you're just subject to the whims of of the rest of the world and the rest of the um <laughs> just what everybody else is doing and you won't get to what you're gonna do you'll never get to your thing that's what i'm saying totally agree totally agree there brian so when it comes to the calendar how rigid should you be because we all have a calendars on our smartphone or if you're old school like journal diary agenda style right so for me i'll have like you know working out i'll have date night with my wife date night with the kids business tasks appointments uh, interviews uh, all that kind of stuff how but there are times when i for example i write a lot i write books and blogs i'll just go in the flow zone right i'll be like I'm in a zone and I know if I get out of the zone, it'll be so hard to get back in the zone. So I adjust because I'm in the flow zone. So what are, you t uh, what are your well, insights there in terms of sticking to the flow zone or sticking to your calendar? So that's certainly okay. And um, I think for most of us, our professional career is, is a major uh, part of our time in our day. So um, we recommend scheduling four hours uh, a day for that concentrated work it could be in a couple like two two hour um, blocks whatever but if you've already scheduled in kids r and r spouse etc cetera, etc cetera, ahead of time then it's that much easier to say to them because i have young kids they come in all the time right so uh, like to say to them look um i'm concentrating on this right now but in one hour, in two hours, or tomorrow, or whatever the case is, um, I have this already booked out and we're doing it. So um, to be organized like that is very powerful because you can say with integrity, meaning that you're gonna follow through with it uh, to the loved one or whatever the case may be, um, you know, this, uh, I have this set up for this time, this place, and we'll, we'll go from there. Um, if you don't have that, then it's more like um, too loosey-goosey and <laughs> um, chances are like you're going to get distracted or, you know, when 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 mom calls up and can't operate her computer or whatever kind of silly stuff, you know, that 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 comes into life. I mean, I'm not saying be a jerk. OK, I'm just saying guard your time, guard your time carefully. Keep the appointments with yourself. Keep the appointments with your loved ones. Keep the appointments with your work and your clients and your so forth. But if it's not on there, to me, it doesn't happen, you know? And um, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the bottom line right there. 
Bottom line, there you go. Put into that calendar. Uh, so we're talking about calendar prioritization, you know, saying the hell yes versus the no. Uh, what about productivity? What do you do to be productive? Like uh, any, any tips there for product maximizing productivity? Um, well, you can't, you can't multitask. Okay. That's a huge myth, right? It's total bullshit. So, excuse me, we were keeping it family friendly. <laughs> um, so, like multitasking, like having uh, your Facebook page open and and uh, your emails open and your texts coming in and all this different stuff at the same time as you're trying to do some concentrated work, it's not going to work. Okay, it's just a matter of of doing you know um, doing more things less well or, or screwing up more things at the same time. <laughs> so things like that, um, you know, in terms of productivity, but. I guess the main thing is like the biggest point for me is, you know, saying no and yes to things so that you have the space and you have the focus and you can sit with something and not be flipping back and forth to different tasks because it just doesn't work. I promise you it doesn't work. And the thing is like, we become almost addicted to it. Like there's an, a dopamine uh, effect, almost like, you know, like, uh, you know, likes and comments on Facebook and stuff like that. It, that there's, there's like, you feel like you're busy, but busyness does not equate to productivity whatsoever. You know, um, taking a, uh, using the Pareto principle, like we talked about, you know, if you take a, 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 a to-do list of a hundred things and you break it down you take the 20% and the 20% and the 20%, eventually you're going to come down to one thing or at least a handful of things that are manageable and will keep you in the 20% that, that produce the 80% results. So um, that's a big that's a big point. Um, there's probably more we can get than we can get into right now um, in one session, Ricky. But there's just a wealth of of things that you can that aren't complicated, but you apply and you stick to, and will change everything in your life. You know, uh, some of us might be procrastinators. Yes, you guys are listening and watching. If you yeah. are a procrastinator, put up your hand. Or maybe you want to wait, <laughs> right? <laughs> people procrastinate, right? In terms of are there people watching this now? I know. Uh, well, they might be, but anyway, I'm just uh, cool. I'm saying it yes. in, in terms of like they might be watching now or in the recording. So well, you know, but, <clears throat> put, put it behind if you're a procrastinator because we all are to some degree, right? So, right. Uh, writing the book or uh, launching the podcast or um, you know just uh, getting your business um, tasks that need to be done done. So, uh, what have you done to eliminate the own procrastinating? tendencies in your own life so what i do is this and this this kind of goes off on a different track here but um i i meditate um about 15 minutes every day at least okay now meditation is kind of a, a loaded word for people sometimes and think it's like woo woo and this and that and or hippie or whatever <laughs> okay but bottom line is all meditation is is a brain reset it's like it's like turning your phone or your computer on and off again. It just refreshes it. And when I do that, um, all I'm doing is just focusing on something that doesn't really matter to me. Okay. It could be the clock ticking. It could be the air conditioner going or it could be whatever it is and just reset my brain. And from that, believe it or not, um, there is what I call the cosmic uh, download or the, or the cosmic Google type of thing where I, know once I come out of that, what I want to do. It's, it's like, uh, it gives me inspired action to take. 
Okay. Now there's, there's other mechanisms that I have in place to prioritize things and know what I have to do and who I have to talk to and, you know, what podcast going to be on or whatever the case is. But nevertheless, um, that really helps me a lot in terms of my um, productivity because when I go into that, I feel um, very congruent and very inspired. Um, but this me first movement thing that we were talking about has to do with feeling good because we need to feel good and fulfilled and like we're, 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 we're hitting all the bases that we need to in order to be good for everybody else, whether it's our wife, spouse, uh, spouse kids, family, parents, loved ones, um, clients, et cetera, et cetera. So I really believe that there's a combination here of sort of a holistic uh, combination of uh, planning and efficiency and also inspired action um, that comes from kind of that reset. Beautiful. Yeah, definitely need that reset. It might be meditation. It might be floating. I'm a big fan of floating. Basically, oh, yeah, well, yeah you can do that. Like, like something like that. Um, you know, the, 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 you can you can do it as simply as just sit in the chair uh, 15 minutes. I mean, I use um, a program called Insight Timer on my phone. It's got like different bells and things like that. I can set off a different timer. And um, it just works miracles, honestly. Because look, I think that, um, you know, and, and as far as your audience is concerned, I mean, um, we're, we're, we're mostly entrepreneurs mostly caring people who are serving and want to do a good job and all those things. But unless you're okay yourself, you really, you, you're kind of fooling yourself if you think you can do a great job for everybody else. And if you're feeling that kind of like imposter syndrome of, of like, you know, um, well, I, I think you know what I mean. Um, like maybe you're not qualified to do what you're doing or, or, or you're not really helping people to the effect you want to. It has to do with back to you. You have to turn it back to you and just shore up the areas of either expertise or, or, or certainty or confidence or, or finances or whatever. I mean, if you're trying to coach or teach people in something that you're not congruent in, you're going to feel like an imposter. So don't do that. There you go. Don't be that imposter. So we've talked a lot about these uh, principles like uh, purpose, priorities, productivity, profit, procrastination, the Pareto principle, all these things. Yeah. I love it. Um, so uh, for yeah. people who don't know, I, I'm familiar with the 80-20 rule, but a lot of people might have never heard of it. How, what is it and how does it work? Well, the uh, Pareto principle or the 80-20 rule um, basically, basically comes down to um, 20% of, of, of your efforts are going to produce 80% of your results. So it's a matter of just calling them or, or sorting them or sifting them to find out, you know, what are those things? Like there's going to be some stuff that you don't do. You are not required to answer every email. You're not required to answer every personal message. You're not required to comment, like, or any, do anything on social media, um, you know, that you don't want or need to do. So it's a matter of just trimming the fat, trimming the fat, trimming the fat, trimming the fat, so that you're working in that, you know, 20% uh, of things that produces 80% of your results and the rest you just let go. You have to be able to let go. We cannot do everything, okay? There's too much information coming at us. There's too many people coming at us. There's too much, um, too many responsibilities coming at us and so forth. So you are the agent of your 
destiny here. You you have sovereignty over your time and your life. And if you don't take that and and run with that, then you're going to be at the whims of the world and the media and all this other stuff that is not going to help you. It's not going to help you. It's just going to take you off track. So it's up to you. All right. This is like we're handing this back to you guys and saying um, it's up to you. You choose what's important. And yeah, is it going to be the most popular with everybody? No, maybe not. Okay. Maybe there's some people that think that you should make them more important than what, what's important to you. That's going to happen. Okay. There's going to be some, some uh, clients that are polarized by this, or there's going to be some customers or there's going to be some people, whatever. Um, that's okay. I mean, deal with it because they're not going to die for you. Don't let them live for you. Beautiful. So we've talked about uh, this idea of yours called the Me First Movement. Um, yeah, that's going to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> what is that? What is the Me First Movement? Well, so the idea is that along the lines of what I was saying is like when you're on um, when you're on a flight, they will say if uh, the cabin depressurizes, put your own oxygen mask on first. Okay. And we have been so, uh, so, so, so you need to do that in order to help the, even the child next to you, for instance, right? Put your own oxygen mask on first. So um, in life, what I'm coming to find is that we really need to make sure that we're taken care of first so that we can better take care of the people that we care about. Um, so our conditioning as we've grown up and in society in general is to be caring for everyone else. And I'm not saying don't do that. Okay. Not saying don't care for other people. I'm saying make sure you're okay first and then you can really help the other people, not just help them by the, you know, like barely help them. Does that make sense? So I'm suggesting like pay attention to yourself, your own well-being, how you're feeling, how you, how your business, your finances, your, your, your schedule, your time, all those things are, first and then you stand a chance to really make a difference for somebody else and you're going to get much better results yourself so uh obviously like you said there's an analogy of the airplane right crashing got to help yourself first uh, you can't help others unless you're whole yourself so um what what point is that balance to happen right because you can keep helping yourself till the cows come home too and never help others so where do you find the balance between like okay i'm good enough i'm okay enough now i can start helping others uh, tell, tell us about that duality. I just think uh, there, there, there is a balance and there is um, a back and forth with that. But I think that the first priority in your day should be get yourself squared away. And then you can go from there. So it's going to be some back and forth. Obviously, you're going to serve people. You're going to take care of people. You're going to fulfill your responsibilities and take care of your family and your loved ones and all, all this stuff. Okay. You can do all that stuff, but just put you first. Great principle to follow. So we've talked about uh, the one coach and, uh, you know, like figuring out the one thing, the Pareto principle, all these purpose priorities, priority profit. Um, and then of course the me first movement. So if people wanted to get more coaching, consulting, you can do it one-on-one -on -one and uh, really guide and help people, mentor people. Yeah. How can they do yeah, that? There's about how definitely they different, different ways. Um, I can work with people both one-on-one -on -one and, and in um, 
groups and things like that. So all that's in play. Um, just because there's not websites up about it doesn't mean it's not happening. So yes, absolutely. And you know, um, one other important thing, Ricky, that we didn't mention if we have time, um, we talk about goal setting to the now. Okay. And one of the biggest problems with people and, and in general is that the important things that aren't urgent, right? Not flashing in their face, like the notifications and the, the whatnot or the fires to put out, they don't get done. Okay. They keep getting pushed off. Like you, you talk about procrastination. So one of the exercises that we do is called goal setting for now, where we take something that's, that we want to have um, achieved by 10 or 15 years from now. And we bring it into five years and one year and one week and one day and one hour and one right now. See, so it makes it tangible enough to give it some time. So if you want to write that book in a year, you need to give it 15 minutes a day, right? Like that's how, that's how it boils down. If you don't, you're not a writer. So, um, things like that there's, there's all kinds of different tools that um are very very useful and that informs our purpose and then our priority and our productivity in our profit. so um i don't want to be the productivity guy honestly i want to be more like the the um teach people how to do some real jedi stuff so um but that is part of it though i mean you, you have to use these tools of these systems like there, there's mindset okay and then there's systems so some of the systems are going to be your calendar, your project management system, or your 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 to-do list, which we could distill to a success list, et cetera, et cetera. So there's going to be that stuff. But there's also going to be your mindset, which comes from like the meditation or how you are viewing the world and, and life in general. And um, the combination of those is what makes people that are happy, fulfilled, and, and wealthy in all ways. So uh, if people want to connect with you and get more info, how can they do that? Um, I would say probably the best way is just uh, look me up on Facebook, Brian Keith Noonan, or Google me and you'll find a trail to, to uh, me. You're going to see a lot of marketing stuff from my previous career, but um, you, you'll, you'll find me. Yeah, I'll have the links below there so you can connect with Brian. Uh, so yeah. thank you, my friend, for coming on the show. Very enlightening and informative. And we'll catch up with you soon. I enjoyed it, Ricky. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Brian. And thanks, everyone, for tuning into this very informative episode, learning all about how you can focus on the one thing. Uh, so let us know how, uh, how, you do, how you've implemented in your own life. Leave us a comment on uh, YouTube if you're watching this, or, of course, on iTunes as well, or any of the podcast directories. So thanks, everyone. Connect with Brian. Connect with us. We're daddyblogger.com and, of course, digitalnomadmastery.com as well. We'll catch you on the next episode.